for the eighth gift of infant Christmas an infant gave to me. A rebirthed episode from 2016 called Light the World Christmas Smack Around. The moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply have on thrones, the philosophies of men mingled with humans. We are the core. Christmas in Zarahemla. In Zarahemla, all is still and silent at the setting sun. The pure in heart are praying for the sign that Samuel said would come to Zarahemla on the night that Jesus Christ is born. In Zarahemla, Nephi bows, pours out his heart in prayer and tears. The Lord in mercy reassures, lift up your head, be of good cheer. For Zarahemla, on this night, I, Jesus Christ, am born. In Zarahemla, Awe descends as day continues on through night. All fall to earth because they know at last has come the one true light. The Zarahemla sky is bright for Jesus Christ is born. In Zarahemla all is still and silent at the rising sun. The pure in heart are full of thanks and joy because the Savior's come. O Zarahemla, bless this night that Jesus Christ is born. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome back to Infants on Thrones. This is Glenn Ostland, and today you're going to hear a lot of really bad Christmas music that's kind of sandwiched in between a conversation between myself, Jake, Randy, and John as we review the Light the World campaign. I think that's what it's called. It's a a little Advent thing that the Mormon Church did, which 
Yeah, we kind of make fun of it a bit, but it's actually a pretty nice thing that they did. So let's say that right up front. It's not exactly smack down, smack up. I don't know exactly what it is, but we had a lot of fun doing it and it's Christmassy and hopefully you'll enjoy it and you've got some time off uh, as we end 2016 and can't wait to see that go away in the rearview mirror. So let's go right into the discussion, shall we? Why are you a happy Christmas tree, Jake? I'm I'm just I'm whatever Nat King Cole is. Does he have a Does he have a happy Christmas tree song? Yeah, so there's there's a song called the Happiest Christmas Tree, and that's how <laughs> that's how it goes. Is I'm the happiest Christmas tree. Ho ho ho! Someone came and really me and took me home with them. I'm the happiest Christmas tree. I like that song. Yeah, <laughs> you know it too. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're making this up, Jake. All right. Well, you can look. We, we can look it up. We'll, we'll have to plop it in the audio. This thing because it's a fantastic one. With a hey and a he and a ho ho. With a he and a ho and a ha ha. With a ho and a ha and a he he. Oh. I'm the happiest Christmas tree. Oh, ho ho ho. He he he. Gene Autry also has a funny. Um, Christmas tree themed song that's called Freddy the Little Fir Tree. Freddy the Little Fir Tree stood in the forest tall. He wished he could be a Christmas tree, but he was much too small. And it's all about this little fir tree that was in the forest. He was so sad that nobody had cut him down for Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. And then when somebody cut him down, he was like, yay! Freddie Little Fir Tree is also going because the thing is, I always, I always kind of thought that like they just cranked out gold, like just Christmas gold back in that era. Like every song was a hit. No, there are a lot of duds. Yeah, like if you really dig back into like the the like the specifically Gene Autry's Christmas album and shit like that, like it's it's <laughs> there's a lot of uh, really weird st- stuff that doesn't surprise you. Didn't really make the classic list. It hasn't changed. Yeah, there are some pretty bad Christmas songs out there. So I'm going to do a top six, because nobody ever does the top six. You get top ten, top five, top six. Uh, worst Christmas songs ever. And these are ones that I found on the internet at different websites. So this first one is actually a Dr. Demento list. And so this guy knows about bad songs. So this one is called, I'm going to put some glue around the Christmas tree. So Santa Claus will stick around all year. I'm going to put... Some glue round the Christmas tree So Santa Claus will stick around all year I'll spread it on the floor The windows and the door I'll catch him like a fly And I'll have him for Easter and the 4th of July and every right. Are the happiest Christmas tree. Ho, ho, ho. He, he, he. All right. <laughs> so do you guys all have the link to the uh, Light of the World thing, or Light the World? It was on the, the original email. Yeah, which uh, the second link is probably the best one to do to read from, though, right? Yeah, the calendar. Right, yeah, looking at the calendar. Have you guys? It's have this, you guys read this? Through is it? So uh, this is so adorable and so Mormon. I think you nailed it just in your email. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even remember what did I say about it. 
because we did because because I said, sent this out like before December, like it was the end of November, right? And we yeah, were, it was, we were uh, Halloween, or Thanksgiving. Yeah, we were originally going to record this like right before and, and release it on December first, but we didn't. He <laughs> said, said it's sort of brilliant the blending of a nativity calendar to doing things that um, Jesus did. If you look at the calendar, it's Boy Scout activity. <laughs> it's Boy Scout activity day, girls type of uh, reason for the season checkoff list of things. Yeah, it's sort of awesome the way it blends practical common sense, be a good person, activities with the mythology of Christmas in a formulaic formulaic Jesus did blank so you can yeah approach all in this is my favorite line all in one month long in a manual base do one of the following to check this off the list of things you need to do to fulfill what we said you needed to fulfill kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like this a checklist like you <clears throat> Yeah, and I think it, it, I think this would be fun just to talk about the way that it's kind of everything. Everything this whole concept of like likening the scriptures unto us is done to such an extreme in Mormonism that it's kind of fun. Yeah, and I and I've got super mixed feelings about about this because there's you know like if if I had to say is this going to be like a smack down or a smack up. It's kind of more of a smack. Like, there's more in here that I would applaud than, like, want to rip apart, you know? Yeah. Did like, you guys you feel that rip, way, too? Are you going to rip yeah. apart, like, the idea of giving a gift to your mail carrier? I mean, that's, that's so sweet. <laughs> no, you thought, well, th- there's so many things in here that are just like, this is great advice. This is good stuff. And and and, and a way to encourage people to um, to serve other people during during the holidays and make it like an advent calendar. It's a, it's a great idea. It just like, but then there's that whole, it's the Mormon church doing it, you know, like there's, there's this difference between the members and the, the hierarchy. And it's that hierarchy that I can't get past because it's, I don't know. Did you guys watch any of the videos? Because each day has a video that goes with it. Oh my goodness! Oh it, no, it, I did not. It's like, I watched the first one, like shoveling snow for right. a neighbor, something yeah. like that. And 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 there's no dialogue. It's just uh, you know, j- just visuals and um, uh, yeah. But it's it's all these nice things. So, and I, you know, I, I probably should say, being being back here in Arizona, this is this is the first Christmas that I've been around, like extended family for over twenty years, really. You know, because I've got I've got a ton of cousins and, and aunts and uncles and stuff here, mm. and and so this last Monday, went over to their house, um, my one of my aunt's houses, and did this uh, Christmas program that we used to do all the time when I was growing up. You know, Christmas night was always at my grandma and grandpa's house, and my mom's the oldest of eight, and so each one of those eight would be would do like a, it was like a talent show, and they're like the Von Trapp family singers performer kind of things. So they're always getting up in front and they'd always start oldest to youngest. And, um, because my mom's the oldest, then I would, I would get recruited into doing something like that. But it was so interesting to see that that tradition has stayed around in the family, even though, you know, I'm gone, all, all of my cousins that were my age, you know, some of them were there. Um, you know, but now there's this younger generation doing the same thing and they're just such great people. 
And I like I was so nervous going to this thing, with, especially with my license plate, the TBM Whisperer, and I, like, <laughs> driving up there. And you know, Mormons just, do not refer to themselves as TBM. No, so that is code. No, they yeah. Like my my dad was looking at my license plate. He's like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, oh, "It has to do with the <laughs> podcast." He goes, oh, "Okay, you don't have to say anything more about that." <laughs> no, you said too much already. Yeah, you said too much already. Yeah, but but so I've got such mixed feelings because. I, I I just fresh off uh, coming out of that with with my my cousins and aunts and uncles and they're all such great people but so the, so much of those the, I would say they're the sweetest homophobes you'll ever meet <laughs> sure yeah there's there's all kinds of you know and and there were little racist kinds of things that were said too that I pick up on and you know like I'm sensitive to that now I wasn't then when when I was in it and um. Anyway, I, I I forgot what I was going to say about that. But so so no no. But I'm interested in what you where you're going with that. So oh. you're so nervous. You pull up with the license plate. Oh yeah, no, I no. I was nervous because I don't know how much they know about what I do. Like I don't know how much they know about Infants on Thrones. You know they they know that I'm not active in the church. Um, you know they know that I'm divorced. You know all this stuff. And so I don't know if they look at me as like a black sheep of the family. It didn't feel like that, and. Uh, you know, but I was I was nervous going into it because a lot of these people I haven't really seen um, for a long time, and uh, yeah, you know, but and and it was really nice. There there were a couple of moments where, um, you know, in, in the prayers or even in some of the songs, um, like when they'd kind of get in testimony mode and how, you know, you, do you remember this? Like when you would talk about Jesus and how how awesome it is that, that God loves us enough that he sent his son, that he died for us and he suffered for us. And that as you're saying that you like really feel it and you really mean it and you're choking up. And I was looking at it like, Oh, I'm so far away from that. Like it doesn't, it doesn't touch me emotionally at all anymore. And it used to, you know, so yeah. So, so that, that's kind of the mindset that I'm in as, as we're looking at this whole light, the world thing where I see, there's a lot of good stuff in here, but then there's also the whole Dumbo's black feather Jesus, you know, like Jesus says this thing that because if Jesus could do this and so can you, which is the formula that all of these things go on, which is it so bad to say serve people because Jesus served people, even if Jesus isn't really, you know, the, the, the thing. So I, I don't know. Anyway, that that's yeah. kind of where I mean, it, it is kind of to me it's it's um kind of cute in 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 what and how mormons think jesus is like how they imagine like the the mormon version of jesus is as imaginary as any marvel comic character um and that's that's a, that's the thing that i can't get out of my head but you no, know I'm, but, but i'm not anti jesus i i actually have a nativity set put up in my house yeah uh just cuz it's tradition and i love christmas yeah um, but the, the Mormon version of Jesus is just so cartoonish. So, so what does that nativity set mean to you? Like, so if, if your kid comes up and it's like, why do we have a nativity set? I mean, have they, have they asked you that? And what would you say if somebody came in and like, what does this mean to you? Um, the kids aren't that curious. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they, they've never asked what, what it means to me is, um, uh, it was something that I bought um, as a believer that uh, was probably full of shit, but it was, uh, it was at a mall, and I was told that this was carved from 
from wood from Jerusalem. Uh, and it obviously was hand carved. And it was something that meant a lot to me at the time. And I've always loved Christmas. And when I became an atheist, that didn't change. I, it's like the Tim Minchin song. I really like Christmas. It's sentimental, I know. But I just really like it. You know, I really love Christmas. It's sentimental, I know. But I just really like it. And it, and then it separates the things that it likes about Christmas, the not the spooky Christmas lyrics in some of the songs, but the fact that um, it brings families together. It's just a time to celebrate family and the things that are important. And, and, and I'm a sentimental guy. I've always been a sentimental guy anyway. So it was part of our yearly tradition in our marriage for a good chunk of it. And it just seemed, it didn't seem right to, to break that tradition just because I know what's going on in this nativity scene. I know it was made up by Luke, you know, after the fact, because he didn't like Mark not having uh, any nativity yeah. at all. And, uh, you know, just because I know what's going on doesn't mean, you know, just because I know that Batman isn't real doesn't mean I can't enjoy a Batman movie. Well, you didn't even have to go to Batman. You could say Santa. And, you know, like the, the Santa, Santa God thing exactly. gets Perfect. overused. Yeah. You know, like I always cringe when I hear the Santa God comparisons because it's just so overused. But it is. It's very applicable here because when you were a little kid and you believed in Santa Claus, Christmas meant something. But then at some point you got let in on the secret. And it didn't mean that you hated Christmas now and you, you stopped, <laughs> you've stopped putting up pictures of Santa or, you know, doing things like that. But, but, but now we're, you know, to, to your question, Jake, what does the nativity scene mean? It's, it's just another one of those ornaments of Christmas, you know, and, and I, but I, but I feel so much like an outsider because most everybody else around hasn't gotten past the realness of it. You know, it's like the, the, the realness of this myth is so important and like emotionally tied to, to who they are, their identity and all this, that, that that's not where I am. So I feel separated from that. And, and there's a little bit of sadness in, in that separation, but um, yeah. It's well, it, it's very applicable because it's like, you know, before you became a non-believer um, Christmas was like Santa was real. Yeah. Uh, just that Santa was Jesus. And now Christmas, um, it, it's, it's almost like, um, pining for the, the magical days of when Santa was real and you were so excited. He was coming to your house for you. Yeah. And that's, that's the way they feel about Jesus. Jesus is in my life and cares about me and he's so special. I want to be just like him. Yeah. I never really wanted to be just like Santa, though. <laughs> well, that's true. He doesn't, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's got cholesterol. He's definitely has a cholesterol problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, more of like a middle-aged, like, criticism of Santa's lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I bet he's got diabetes. He's had, he has to. <laughs> all those milk and cookies. He can't work that off. Uh, guy's got type 2 written all over his belly. And this seems like the perfect place to pause once again and introduce our number five worst Christmas song of all time, which is 
by the artist Tiny Tim. It came out in 1994, and it's titled, Santa Claus Has Got the AIDS This Year. Mm. Oh, this is Santa Claus saying I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. And he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer. The reindeer all look blue. They know what he's going through. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. He won't be yelling out, ho, 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 ho. But he'll be screaming out, no, 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 no. He's lying sick in bed. Call the doctor there instead. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. All right. So do you, do you want to All get right. into this? The uh, are, are, are we just going to read through the the uh, the calendar? If it doesn't make us feel bad that we didn't do all of these good service activities. Yeah, maybe we did. Maybe we have, though. <laughs> okay. Maybe we did, but it's already the 20th. <laughs> <So anyway. laughs> oh, it's too late. Forget it. I'm not going to do it. Well, well, but the one that is for the 20th, I think we're kind of doing right now, isn't it? Is it? Like, does this have a, be a, have mentor? a podcast where you can... Oh, mentor or tutor someone? <laughs> There we go. Yeah, cheer, cheer someone on. Anyway, um, but we're jumping way ahead. So yeah, let's, uh, let's read it. All right. So so th- this is um, a, a program that the that the church has done. I got the email because um, I'm on the mailing list for the ward that I'm in, and uh, here's what it says. It says during Christmas, we are reminded that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. This year, we have an amazing opportunity to share that light by resolving to do the things Jesus Christ did. I mean, that's marketing. (laughs) That's just marketing right there. Every day leading up to Christmas, we will focus on different Christ-like behaviors and provide suggestions for ways that we can emulate his example. You're encouraged to participate using the outline below (laughs) as your plan as you plan your Christmas activities. You can't even read it without that condescending. I can't. I can't. I can't. You're right. And I hate that. Like, I hate that. But, yeah, you're right. That's part of knowing Santa Claus is real. Well, well, one thing to point out here is that, I mean, we uh, there's a lot of ex-Mormon criticisms of the LDS Church, which is that there's, like, never any focus on on Jesus, Jesus right. or the yeah. gospel. And yeah. it's always about Joseph Smith. And we're, like, doing the... You know the lead up to Joseph Smith's birthday and things like that, which is whenever right around now. And so, anyway, so this is at least what we could say is here's a whole opposite ad campaign where they're saying, no, we really are focusing on yeah. Jesus. So at least it's answering that criticism. Right. right. And a yeah, lot of the I, cynicism, Randy, that you're hearing in my voice isn't just because it's like Jesus and a religious thing, but it's it's the whole kind of marketing thing, like. We're going to tell you that this is how it is, even though we know it's not really how it is. But let's just go with this because that's what this whole thing is about, you know. And and so it's like eh, that that that's the kind of thing that I, it just drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember. Um, I, I said this in, in an earlier podcast, but we're, at, we're what are we at? Like five hundred something? <laughs> five hundred what? <laughs> podcasts that we've released? No, no. We're we're like at three hundred and thirty-seven. Oh, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Um, 
But all right, uh, save it then, Randy. You can't repeat yourself. Three thirty-seven. I, I can't allow it. I apologize. <laughs> but as a believer, I was. Uh, this was like a point of. Uh, it was because somebody brought it up on my mission, and I can't remember who it was. But they're like, you know, go to go to fasted testimony meeting, and you'll often find that the only time Jesus Christ is mentioned is when they say in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. And, uh, and so I became obsessed, not just on, uh, fast and testimony, but all sacrament meetings to prove um, them wrong to no, well, no, to, to see if that, that was true. And it, it kept getting proved to me right uh. over and over and over is that Joseph Smith is mentioned and cried over and, uh, and lauded way more often than Jesus is. And then to, to further the point, I remember, um, uh, one of my sisters was dating a non-member and they convinced them to bring them or they, 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 one of my sisters convinced the boyfriend to come to church and it happened to fall on the 23rd of December. Um, so sun, uh, Sunday before Christmas was the 23rd. Well, I guess whose birthday that is. That's Joseph Smith's birthday. Joseph Smith's birthday. Right. Dang, so Sunday, the Sunday before Christmas, the whole soccer meeting was dedicated to honoring Joseph Smith and the boyfriend was so turned off. <laughs> <laughs> that uh you know obviously never came back never joined the church but um uh yeah that so yeah kudos to the mormon church for actually pushing the jesus uh in this program uh during the christmas season you know yeah let's uh you guys want to read because i don't think december 1st has any Things that you're supposed it to is. do, right? Yeah. Well, it 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 has the the formulaic Jesus lifted others' burdens, and so can you. But but so what, what it's saying is that by participating in this entire program, um, you will be lifting other people's burdens. So you will be being like Jesus. So you're right. It doesn't have like the 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 well, has the, the worldwide the Boy Scout service. Kind of thing. Yeah. But it but it's it's the event kickoff. We're kicking it off today. Right. So this means like the bishop probably has a license in any ward to maybe do like a service pro- or have a service project for the whole ward. What day of the week is December first? Was that wasn't that like the middle of the week? It was a Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So maybe a lot of bishops made uh, the mutual event from Wednesday to Thursday, and then had them do a service project to kick this off. If they did, Randy. I think I know what color shirts they were wearing. Oh, the ones that they wore for Katrina? No, they were wearing blue. Oh, uh, blue shirts. Blue shirts, yeah. yeah. Never mind. No, but I'm saying that's um, a lot of times you get like some kind of vague directive. Yeah. Um, I remember sitting in P uh, or Bishop's Council meetings, you know, we get a vague directive and then we say, okay, what should we, what does our ward need to do for this? let this this came you know because they always they always believe that this came directly from Jesus himself, so this is a whole program about Jesus saying you need to celebrate me more. <laughs> or no, he's saying you can be more like me. Right. You you can do you, so you can, can you, you can serve the you can serve the world right. the way that I did. I did this, and so can you. Yeah. That's what it's saying directly every time. Yeah. <laughs> And this first one, Jesus lifted others' burdens. I was also trying to, because I'm also trying to look into this from a Bible kind of perspective. And so I was trying to think, oh, you know, what is the scripture 
you know, for that. And so it was, since it wasn't coming to mind, I, I Googled Jesus lifts our burdens and the, all, it all comes up LDS responses on Google. Well, but really, I, I, I say, mean, if, if you're healing lepers, that's kind of lifting know, a burden, even if you're not using that. Those well, I'm not saying words. that it's, it's just those particular words. That's all I'm yeah. saying is a, yeah. is apparently an LDS formula, but anyway, okay. but yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things in the stories, like you say, <laughs> so. All right. So, John, what would the Christian? How would a Christian phrase it then? Jesus lifted others' burdens, and so can you. Um, I don't know if they always say "and so can you" at the end. I don't know. I don't necessarily know what you know what regular Protestants are you know going to say either. I'm very familiar with my See, church this? and the, <laughs> the Mormon Church, right? And I don't know Catholics and Protestants and whatever. But I would say that Catholics about. and Protestants would say he just removes your burdens, like because they believe in. In grace, but this could be a very this could be like an evangelical Christian program. I don't think that there's anything in the, in the way that this is phrased and put together in a very kind of like WWJD kind of kind of way. You know the the formulaic stuff. But anyway, let, let let's well, start, yeah, let's start at, reading them. At the very okay. least, Jesus lifted others' burdens is kind of a Mormon cloak. Right, I'm just saying that particular yeah. phrase, but that's okay. all. Yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. So now we're to day two. Jesus honored his parents, and so can you. <laughs> by, by ditching them in, uh, when he was 12. And then, and then scold, scolding them for, for being worried where he was. Yeah, is, is Jesus there... doesn't have a, a good track record of honoring I would, parents. I didn't like think you say. so. And there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me, and hate not his father and mother and wife and children, he cannot be my disciple. Unless you hate your mother and your father, you know, <laughs> you can't right. be my disciple, right? You know, and, right. and again, it's like when people are saying, hey, your, your mom and your brothers and sisters want to come in and, and talk to you and things like that. Hey, my family's right here. He says, you know, my, my disciples, who are those people? I don't know anything about it. He wasn't, so, he wasn't really big on the nuclear family. Yeah. Nuclear family. <laughs> this this, so that this one, is probably hearkening oh, back, though, to the the Ten Commandments. You know, the the Jesus that right. gave Moses the Ten Commandments and said, "Honor your father and mother." That's the same guy. I forgot. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You got to look back into well, that's, earlier work and to that's really get a good. The, that's true for the other one too. So lifted others' burdens. So that's from mm. the Psalms. You know, the Lord lifts my burdens. Mm. But you know, but again, that's the Old Testament. So, so what are some ways, John, that, that you can honor your parents like Jesus did? Some ways did? we could get involved just like Jesus did. You could call, <laughs> not text your parents. Jesus would never not text. text. That Jesus count. would never text. <laughs> Fuck you, Jesus was, all up, Jesus was all about the phone. <laughs> Dude, Jake, and not text a millennial. Don't you feel like this is like a direct attack on your generation uh, by a bunch of old fogies? Yeah, I mean... There's something to be said about the intimacy of a call versus a text, but um, <laughs> well, if you if you think that's intimate, let's say, let's get to point number two. Ooh, boy. Write a write a handwritten note. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Use your hands. Is this 1950? We write a handwritten letter and then send like, a pigeon to your <laughs> to your best friend. Yeah, <laughs> send a pigeon. <laughs> Uh, 
that, that, I mean, it reminds me, it reminds me of when my, my dear, sweet, true believing cousin was worried for my soul. And I hadn't talked to her for like 10 years. And, uh, Actually, I, I think I went to her sister's funeral, <laughs> so maybe it was sooner than that. But she was worried about my soul, and she wrote this long handwritten letter. And I was just, like, so baffled. Like, who actually writes? She could have PM'd me on Facebook or something, but she took the time. I, I think she thought it would just have this extra special touch to touch my heart and soften my, you know, uh, cold soul uh, to call me back to repentance. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's something about it. I mean, yeah, I think it I means mean, we, something. We we definitely well. So anyway, the last one here is learn about an ancestor and share their story for help. Try FamilySearch.org. <laughs> Although we do another one of our wonderful family products. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, although, it's, uh, although generally, maybe maybe I haven't been to Family Search in a long time, but I mean, as far as I know, it's mostly. It's mostly just the the list and the you know the who who began who right as opposed to actually their story, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've maybe they've added stories now. No, the, yeah, there's 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 link. If so, if if you have anybody in your family who's ever done histories or compiled pictures, um, that they've got that, um, that they, and they've got an app on your phone, and you can look at oh, it. An app on the phone. Yeah, the, the, it, the, it's pretty impressive what they've put together actually. Well, let me tell you what my dad's uh, Christmas gift was to all the kids. He had gone through um, a bunch of journal entries from the past, and we're talking way in the past, uh, all the way back to the 70s, um, of my mom and and letters that we wrote while we were on our mission and stuff like that, and he put it in the compilation. And I actually got to read uh, what my mom thought of all seven kids in 1979 when I was five. And it was really sweet. Well, on this on this one, this is actually something that we did. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to say that for all the things that we've done on these things. Not call my parents. If mom and dad are listening, this is your call. <laughs> you know, I didn't actually do but But the thing that we actually did in uh, in church, we had the um, – we had, we had everybody um, – we wrote – made – I drew these um, – uh, Christmas cards for all the different older members who can't come anymore. And so and everybody colored them, hand colored them, and we sent those all off. So we did handwritten notes and cards for that. And then on Sunday for the sermon, I did it's sort of the kind of thing you were talking about, about um, you know, like being able to read your mom's um, letters from when you were a child. So I have this book that my mom compiled of all of the Hamer family Christmas traditions and memories and stories and everything like that. And she included my great grandmother's, um, all of her letters. And just because, um, my great grandmother is one of the people who, uh, I, I remember her from, cause she would come to Christmas every year anyway. And so just being able to hear and read all of, you know, her letters and how she was feeling and how, uh, it, how meaningful it was for her to, you know, be hanging out with us, you know, with these little kids. I was about four or five, five when she died, probably, or seven, I guess. But anyway, so anyway, um, so so that was kind of a neat. I so that I I took him up on this one, even were, without were, knowing. Were you able to find <laughs> out, John? Were you able to find out much about your uh, famous ancestor, MC Hamer? Uh, <laughs> how long you wait for that, Joe? Oh, about midway when he was talking, I thought of it. 
Yes. I was just waiting for him to finish. <laughs> Go for it, man. Can't touch this. Okay. I'm scoring everybody on their how how like Jesus they are. So John, you get one point um, <laughs> for having done some ancestry nice. work. Um, anyone else call or write a handwritten note? Hey, I did some ancestry work with my son. That's why I know that the the app has pictures and and journals and things like that. So give me points if we're if we're getting All right. points. <laughs> hey, do, do I get partial points for texting my dad about five no, times? No, it says no text. No, it oh, says no it says text. text. Come on, it's <laughs> better than oh. no contact. <laughs> Nah, uh-uh. no text. Not, not, not according to this. Not according to this. <laughs> not according to Jesus. <laughs> All right. So Glenn, you get one. I got zero. Um, yeah, Jesus. Randy, you get zero. See, Jesus is a hard ass. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so all right. Let's, let's carry on. This is going to be fun. All right. Uh, who's who's next? Who's reading the next one? You. I'll read it. Randy. I mean, Randy. Okay. Randy, you read it. All right. I'll read it. You get December 4th. Okay. <laughs> Jesus helped others to see, and so can you. Some way, tell them to wait by the pool. <laughs> oh my God! They take this so literally. Yeah. Some ways to get involved: find an eyeglasses collection box. Oh, they really do. And don't get old, old pair and hope <laughs> the right prescription. <laughs> right. Oh, no, you donate an old pair, and then they they match the prescription to the person that needs right. it. I guess there's charities that do that, but yeah. uh, wow. it sucks if, like, you have 20-20 vision. You, like, already just excluded from. That's why there's multiple options. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, how does this work? Are you supposed to fulfill, check every box, or just one? These are just suggestions. It's some ways to get involved. So you could do all of them. You could do none of them, something else, but. It's just a yeah, but for the purposes idea. of the scoring system I've set up, each <laughs> each item that you've completed counts as one. Jake is playing the role of Bob has today. The highest number at the end is the Jesus of this podcast. Is the winner of yes, he's he wins the Jesus challenge. You get you get the uh, the the arrow of arrow of light at the end of the day. Order of the arrow, yeah. Order of the arrow, right? Yeah. yeah. Order of the arrow. I just want to know if I get the merit badge. Did I did. <laughs> All right. Number two is point out a virtue in someone they don't see in themselves. That can't. That won't be forced. But that. So that is the one. I mean, that, like, if there's one at number one and number three on this are so crazily literal, and then this one is the one I would say is how you would normally interpret this story. Oh, right. <laughs> in other words, I mean, in other words, anyway, go to the third one. <laughs> the, the third one is. <laughs> Promote a vision charity on social media. You could even use the eyeglasses emoji. Wow, they're giving <laughs> such hip advice. Bro, these guys are savvy. Who, so, who said that they weren't? They just, yeah, go ahead. But this one's not too far away from texting. You know, like all I have to do it's is true. to promote a vision charity on social media and just like find something on Facebook and like it. Check. Did it. But we did so did you do it though? And then the eyeglasses. <laughs> I pointed out a virtue in someone that they didn't see in themselves. I've done that. I do that every day. But did you do that this week? Every day? I do that all the time. <laughs> okay, so you're just gonna you're gonna count yourself as, as yeah. having fulfilled that one. I am going to count myself as uh, yeah yeah. Right. I I, mm-hmm. I I would love to know if if December seventh is Jesus didn't cheat and so. Can you? <laughs> <But> we'll see. 
Okay. Um, all right. Who else has got one? I got zero on that one. I think I an employee. I, I think I told them once that they did something really well, better than any of the other employees, and made them. How long them. ago though? I think it might have happened in December. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll get. We'll just. All right. Let's get. Jesus forgave, and so will I. You can do that. I'm gonna let you get away with that. That that's All actually right. coming up. Well, that's one of them on there. I don't well, like. Anyway, I don't I mean, like saying. I actually do that all. I do that all the time. So this one, that second one. Yeah. That's like okay. So you, oh, so I'm, I'm the only one. About, I'm the only one. Glasses. So in other words, that's something that is important in the job of a pastor. I'll just mention. Yeah. To I'm go pointing out. Say, the, the, yeah, I don't. I don't know if don't I, see, so. I don't know if I. Uh, I don't know if I, I. I don't think I did that 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 this month. I can't think of anything. Um, am I am I ruining this for you, Randy? Am I taking the magic out of? <laughs> no, I just think Jake Jesus is a, a little cynical. <laughs> yeah, no, no Jake, I mean Jake Jesus is a hard ass. <laughs> you're just keeping you're just keeping consistent. I'm just keeping it. Jesus was a hard ass, and so am I. <laughs> All right, take December fourth. All right, December fourth. Jesus worshipped his father, and so can you. I think <laughs> I'm at a disadvantage on this one. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. uh, I wish I wish Heather was on because her dad was like an unmitigated asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's a, some yeah. ways to get involved: attend a church <laughs> service in your area. You're always invited to one of ours. <laughs> Let me recommend one of our wonderful products. <laughs> Make a goal to offer a kneeling prayer to Heavenly Father every day in December. God damn. All right. So I can't. I should say, God damn it. I, I missed this one. Um, help clean or maintain a church building. So wait a minute. The number one suggests, I thought this was for Mormon households. They're like sending this out to the world of a, a way to spend your This December. is an ad, an ad campaign for everybody. It's not just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's. So, so one in any church service counts. Uh-huh, I get a point. Okay. <laughs> All right. So John gets a point here. Because um, I, I went to. And by I the way, guess, guess who? Service. Go ahead. Guess Sorry. who? What? I, I was going to say, guess who helped clean up and maintain his church building? Oh <laughs> shit! Double points. <laughs> way to go, John! Holy cow! He's pulling away in the Jesus category. By the way, um, Glenn, any anything there for you? I, I attended a Nautilus service. It wasn't on December fourth, oh. but I did attend a church. All right, service. all right. I well, mean, it, yeah, it, churchy kind of ish. All right, casting a wide berth here, Randy. Uh, any church service for you? You, you fit anything <laughs> in in December? I'm starting to think that this is biased against secularist uh, <laughs> observance of Christmas. Are you are you saying it's the war against secularism? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> secularismus. Hey, there you go. Ooh, I'm, wow. The war against secularismus. Yeah. yeah, just the word secularismus is enough. Yeah, that's great. That's going to be in the tags on this podcast on this episode. All right, <laughs> that's better. That's better than Festivus. Have a happy secularismus. <laughs> and no better, really horrible Christmas song epitomizes this war on secularismus more than number four on our list, which is Christmas shoes. It came out in two thousand by a Christian group called New Song, and this is what the website said about it. It said, 
It's a horrible song. It takes a horrible, misguided meaning from an already dark tone that rings to the depressing tune of an inspirational email your family member sends you around the holidays. The song is about, yes, a boy's mother who is dying for certain reasons, and he decides to buy his mother some Christmas shoes, presumably the night that she will die. There I stood in another line Trying to buy that last gift or two Not really in the Christmas mood Standing right in front of me Was a little boy waiting anxiously Pacing round like little boys do And in his hands he held A pair of shoes And his clothes were he was dirty from head to toe And when it came his time to pay I couldn't believe what I heard him say Sir, I want to buy these shoes For my mama, please It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time You see, she's been sick for quite a while And I know these shoes will make her smile And I want her to look beautiful If Mama meets Jesus tonight John Hammond says no All right, Glenn, you're up. All right. December 5th. Jesus healed the sick. And so can you. (laughs) Some ways to get involved. Sign up to be an organ donor. That's cool. Give blood at your local bank. A blood bank, not just any old bank. Um, (laughs) Resolve to pray daily for your loved ones who are sick or suffering. That works. So it's like legit, legit fail. (laughs) (laughs) And no, I didn't do any of those, Jake. I mean, I I signed up a long time ago to be an organ donor, but I'm not going to count that. Yeah, it's It's a zero for me as well. It's really weird how, like, Mormons, unlike a lot of, like, contemporary uh, Christian-ish churches that came up around the same time, like the Jehovah's Witnesses, for example, organ doning. uh, Doning? Is that a word? (laughs) Organ donation. It is now. I'm organ, making them up. You're making them up. Maybe organ donning. <laughs> donning your liver. Nobody wants my liver. Donning um, our, <laughs> our various organs. Um, bladders. Uh, how Mormons like didn't like they, they're they've always been for organ donation and blood donation. Really? As far as I know. Oh, so I mean, as long as it was like a thing. The, yeah. So, so I, I again, I mean, I, I think this is probably where there's different pockets of of uh, belief in this, because what, the way I grew up and I remember being taught this in seminary by my seminary teacher that said, because we're going to be resurrected, we don't want to get rid of our organs. We want all that <laughs> really? stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was like totally like and, and I never heard anything about it. And I think I, I remember um 
Mormon expression we did like we, we looked through the the bishop's handbook we did a couple of episodes on that and I was really curious to see in there what they said and it's it, it I think at the time and maybe it still does it, it was like the church takes no position on um, organ doning and <laughs> well they clearly take a position here <laughs> yeah that, and I'm that, yeah. that's where I'm kind of impressed that that there that, that at least the first two of these three suggestions actually make a difference in the world. And they're encouraging them to do it. Sign up to be an organ donor. Give blood at your local blood bank. How how often do you hear people, or did you hear people at church say that this is a way to give service? I I don't think I ever did. But it's are you kidding me? We had we had the uh, blood bank come like regularly to to our chapels or to the cultural hall. Yeah. So it it must be just like different pockets places because yeah, I, I just never did. But that's cool. Yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of reason in the doctrine to have that kind of ridiculous belief that you shouldn't donate blood or organs. But for some Jesus reason, gave his reason. blood. You can too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's <laughs> that's that, and that that way they could actually be very literal with it and actually right. really kind of works. And and but just don't pour it into those sacrament cups and expect it to turn to water. Never mind. <laughs> Nobody's gonna drink it. Yeah. All right. All right. December 6th, Jesus read the scriptures, and so can you. <laughs> Did Jesus really read? Do, do you think Jesus was literate? Um, well, Jesus in the, the, the biblical Jesus is literate. So in the, you know, which is they're really referring to the Jesus of the Gospels, or at least they're referring to, that's at least one of the main things that they would be referring to. And so in the, in the gospel narrative. Jesus can read. Okay. In the actual the actual historical Jesus, there's no way to there would be no way to know yeah. about that. I would I would say probably probably not. But anyway, but there's just no you could say either way. He grew up as a carpenter. I mean, how many? I don't know. And John, uh, what percentage of the people um, two thousand years ago? What percentage of the general population of the proletariat right. uh, could read? It would be minuscule, but it would have been higher. Um, for people who were, uh, who were Israelites, who were, well, they're not from the line of David, but anyway, for people who are Israelites who are interested in religion, right? So there was a, there was a, it was a growing interest. And so it was a higher percentage than other populations, but it would have been minuscule. That's why I say it's very, it's in general, unlikely that he would have been able to read, but at some point or other, he might've picked it up based on the fact that he devoted himself to running around and being a religious leader, you know? So wasn't it mostly like the Pharisees, the Sadducees and the scribes that could read, but he could have, I mean, he, for all we know, Jesus could have been a Pharisee. Right. Okay. You know, so I mean, there's just no way, you know, for it, it, not that we, I'm done saying that he is a Pharisee. That's unlikely, but anyway, he's, he's, he's described as doing sort of Pharisaical type stuff in the Gospels. You know, in other words, he's one of these people who's disputing over how are we interpreting Israelite religion as we are, as it's changing in this transforming time. So I would say, in general, he's described as being able to read in the Gospels, but the more likely the actual person couldn't read. He wasn't carrying around a quad, that's for sure. No, he would not have had it, been able to own any books. Right. All right, so... 
keep going. Anyway, right. So how are we going to do what this one? How are we going to get involved? I bet. I wonder what you could do about this one. There's almost no, <laughs> no nothing you can think of on this one about how you could possibly get involved. Okay, let's say set your alarm 15 minutes early for scripture study. Ah, <laughs> isn't that isn't that implying that you don't already uh, read the scriptures in the morning? Well, this is going out to a wider audience, sir. Oh, I'm forgetting. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I got sassy there. Oh, sorry. A little fire in Jesus today. Jesus. Because Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's a little feisty. All right. I was impersonating uh, uh, Mr. Slave from South Park. Uh, I was impersonating a valley girl, so it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> Post your favorite scripture on social media. That's something you could all do. <laughs> so, yeah, this is very similar to texting as well. I guess the texting is just for the parents. <laughs> the last goal. one is texting. So if text, if you text don't, just, oh shit, <laughs> to someone who may need a boost. Oh yeah, that'll cheer them up. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not holding high hopes for any of this on this one. You're, uh, you're getting, getting a point on that. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I don't know. I, I might be able to make a case for number two, posting your favorite scripture on social media because I don't have a favorite scripture. <laughs> oh, so I have oh, uh, right by by Post by not doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that doesn't really count. There's nothing you like in the entire canon. There isn't anything about. <laughs> There's some pretty some pretty funny scriptures <laughs> you might like. Yeah. Right. No, there's so, there's so right. many awesome ones. I just can't pick one, so I don't have a favorite. That's the oh, yeah, I that's see. The thing. Yeah, I should post I something from the Book of Mormon that's like that. It, the whole scripture is just. And the earrings and the nose rings. The rings and nose jewels. And when I was in, when I was in primary, one of my friends like dared me. I triple dog. Triple dare dog you. dared me to go up and read that as like the scripture thought for the day of <laughs> primary. But I wouldn't do it. I, I couldn't. I, I chickened out. <laughs> Those are some good ones. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead, Randy. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Well, I was gonna say I, um, I should post something from Ecclesiastes because it actually. Is something I resonate with, you know, why, why is there even in the world? It's a mystery, you know, just enjoy this life, eat, drink and be merry for tomorrow. We die. Right. What do, how do we know if there's any, anything after this life where people, you know, go rise from the dust or go back to it? You know, so, right. Ecclesiastes is great. Yep. So, yeah. So Randy had a scripture. Did you post it on social media? <laughs> Well, I, I I still have a few days. Can, can I get uh, future credit? All right, I'm going to put an asterisk next to this one for you. <laughs> it's really important to me that I get the merit badge. All right, I I posted the entire Christmas story. Ah, fragile. That must be Italian. Well, I think that says fragile, honey. Oh, yeah. The scriptures of that on social media. So just so you know. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, John is pulling away. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a caveat that this is all made up? No, no. We're just telling it as the Christmas story. So it's one of the things, one, you know, when you're talking about. Luke, which one? Which one did you pick? Matthew or Luke? Oh, but I, I composite. Oh, God. For, for the I, record, I, I don't feel threatened at all that John's pulling away on this because I know that the very last one is don't be gay. Jesus was straight and so can you. And so he's going to lose it all. On, on that one. So I'm just, I'm just waiting. The jury's out on whether Jesus was gay or not. Yeah. By the way. He sure loved the men.
Go for it, man. You can't touch this. <laughs> All right. So who's who's up next? Who's got seventh? Oh, that's me. Okay. Oh, I got Pearl Harbor Day. Sweet. <laughs> Wasn't it? Uh, this was the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, by the way. <laughs> December 7th. Yeah. 1941. Yeah. A day I, that will live in infamy. This is why this is why um this is why this one is Jesus fought the Japanese and so can you <laughs> <laughs> except he called them what he called them No, I didn't want to go there. I, I was already like on the God we okay. All right, well we're going down that road. <laughs> there's there's actually worse words I could use, but oh, anyway. Jesus <laughs> Jesus fed the hungry and so can you. Some ways to get involved or to feed, a hung, feed the hungry. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. I got ahead. Donate non-perishable items to a local food bank. Can't argue with that. Invite a neighbor on a tight budget to dinner. Oh, I, I thought that I thought you say, like, make dinner on a tight budget. What if, what if you're the neighbor on the tight budget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not Jesus. You're not like Jesus, then. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He fed the hungry. Okay, you don't get Jesus, credit for being Jesus wasn't being a leper. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't get you don't get credit for eating the fishes and loaves. You got to make. Them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, learn. The third thing is learn about satisfying spiritual hunger. So does it spiritual hunger? Is it just is it just me or or are the third bullet points usually just kind of the bullshit ones where it's like the first one like look at look at all fifth sixth and seventh the the fifth is like sign up to be an organ donor go give blood at your local food bank pray daily and then like the sixth oh. the the last one is text a scripture to someone on, on social media this one is learn about satisfying spiritual hunger so I feel like the set like the third bullet point is always like kind of the catch all like okay if you can't really do anything. It's random though because the, the the third one for helping people see was post a vision charity social media emoji glasses thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, but no. that supports Jake's argument because that's oh, that's kind of it's not about church stuff though. It's, in other words, you're saying any like the yeah, third yeah, one's always the it's weakest. Kind of the one it's always oh, the, okay. weakest, it's the like, weakest one. It's like the easiest oh, okay. one to fulfill. They're starting you out with the you know the, you know give your organs. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm using that. <laughs> okay, good point. Uh, does anyone have John six thirty five? I lost my scriptures uh, account yeah. on my, on, when I got my new phone. Jesus said to them, "I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty." Well, that, what does that have to do about hunger? Because you're n- never hungry. Because he's saying that you know, that'll satisfy, satisfy spiritual yeah. hunger. Don't ever be hungry. That's like because it's he's speaking metaphorically there. And how do you learn about satisfying spiritual hunger? Because you start with that verse and then boof from there. Well, <laughs> you're and, telling. And where you where you go from there is you have the missionaries come over. Right. <laughs> That's about right. Okay, so is so right? I actually donated to a food bank, so I actually get a point on this one. Woo! So you're super excited about that. I totally mean to. Can I get points for that too? <laughs> I, I wish I knew the scriptures better than I could say some scripture that would be like, he who thinks about things and doesn't do them is thrust down to hell, you whited sepulcher. <laughs> uh, but I don't. 
I was always taught that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That, see, that's the kind of stuff I need. I'm no good as a hard-ass Jesus. Glenn, <laughs> <laughs> how you I'd... doing? I'm good. I didn't. I didn't do any of those though. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just laying low out of shame because you know, I was I was hoping you wouldn't shine the light over here, Jake. But thanks. Yeah, I didn't do any of those things. I didn't even do the bullshit third one. And, I, and I'm not about hunt. to now. I'm not going to pull a Randy and go like, let's do that right now so I can get points. No. <laughs> hey, that's good. Hey. Uh, improvement. <laughs> All right, I think uh, Jake, you're up on December eighth, right? All right, December eighth. Okay, this is also. I don't like my chances on this one. <laughs> December 8th, Jesus prayed for others, so so can you. And so can you. Some ways to get involved. Think about a friend that's going through some rough challenges. Say a prayer for them. Ask God how you can be the answer to someone else's prayer. When was the last time you prayed for your family? Prayed with your family. How about right now? See, they kind of twist this. This is this is that that last bullet point is a little more, you know, in your face, you know. (laughs) (laughs) When's the last time you prayed with your family? As an atheist, I don't think I can get on board with this one. (laughs) Yeah, this is asterisk points for Randy. No, no points. No points. No, you know, you, you you might have to get a little fast and loose with how you define prayer, but that first one. Think about a friend that's going through some rough challenges. That by itself is kind of as effective as a prayer. I mean, because prayer's thinking too, right? Yep. All right. Uh, so, okay. Definitely a very yeah. effective thing to be doing. So I, I you know, like okay. if, if if you're gonna if 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 hard ass Jesus is going to say it has to be a prayer the way that I instructed through my prophets that you do it, you know, with those four sections, <laughs> you know, opening it up, things that you're thankful for, ask the blessing in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, then no, I fail. But if it's just thinking about a friend that's going through some rough challenges, yeah. And and maybe even doing like reaching out and talking with them actually more than just just praying for them. But all right, I, right well, then, then I get points for this one. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Because my um, this is really actually really tragic and sad. Um, one of my office managers' husband died, so Christmas will never be the same for them. Um, but we, you know, we paid for the funeral and we sent flowers and I went to the funeral myself and, uh, it was there for her. So I get points for this one. So Jake, you know, a couple of years ago, you gave me the, the moniker TBM whisperer because of like what I tend to bring to the podcast. I think Randy needs right. to be kind of like a Debbie Downer type thing. Because there's, yeah. there's always like right. the, there's always like there's the, always like yeah. I you know this is actually a really horrible story that I'm going to share and we're all just kind of like twiddling our thumbs yeah that sucks that's, that's terrible yeah that really does suck sad. yeah or especially for yeah, yeah. jeez well you know what Randy you're get, you're you got you got a big fat one there man yeah. <laughs> for you yeah and I think if you do something in the real world that's more than praying for them you should give even more than that so I'd be happy to give Randy more than one point on that oh okay oh, you know what you know he, he can have uh, he can have all my Jesus points Jesus has heard your supplications yes. and he is awarding two points yes. wow <laughs> not such a hard ass after all <laughs> I've got some I've got some sway with hard ass Jesus I like it Jake, Jake Jesus's grace is infinite yeah <laughs> 
all that come unto me. My grace is sufficient. All right. Okay, December 9th. So, wait, wait, wait. I'm going claim, okay. to claim two points on the praying one. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure. I haven't prayed for my, with my family this month because I haven't been hanging out with them. You know? anyway, and so not right now either. But How about you, but Glenn? Anyway, the other ones, though, in other words, praying for, for a friend who's going through challenges, absolutely, and also um, about how can we be answers to you know, the, whatever, what other people, what people are praying for, how can we build, you know, the kingdom of God on earth? So we definitely have that, those prayers. So, all right. Well, and, and, you know, Glenn, I, I think, uh, I changed jobs recently and that's been kind of a, a difficult transition. Glenn's reached out to me and, and contacted me about that, make sure I'm doing okay. And I've appreciated that. So point for Glenn. All right. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Oh man. I didn't do shit for you. No, I but you got two. For the you the you had the baby, the the kid dying thing. I mean that's. I know, whole... I know, but I'm just thinking. I you know I wasn't there for you as your friend. Uh, now <laughs> no, I feel bad. No. God, <laughs> how can you? Feel... All right, he's all right. just trying I to get more talking. points, Jake. Don't listen to him. Don't listen. Okay, <laughs> Jesus ignores your 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 pleas and supplications. Okay, nine. All right, December okay. 9th. Jesus visited the lonely, and so can you. Some ways to get involved. Visit a nursing home. I hate nursing homes. Studies they all show, smell the same. Oh, they're terrible. Studies show 60% never get visitors during their stay. Aww. Wow. Invite a widow or widower to dinner. Or identify someone that will be alone for Christmas. Invite them to attend a church service with you on Christmas Day. That's a little self-serving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's a little self-serving. Jesus very... was self-serving, and you can be too. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing, like, uh, it's not like pervasive, but it, um, consi- it's pretty consistent of circling back to let's uh, let's get you let's get you interested in the church because that's what this is really all about. What, you know, actually, why why is there two different words? John, you're the word expert. Why do we have two words, widow and widower? Why why can't it just be one word? Because someone widow widower is the is the is the male, <laughs> and that's that's really important. All right, sorry, that's a tangent. No, I mean it's just an old old English word, right? So old English words have male and female. Oh, okay, you know, but it it but but anyway, we don't need the word widower anymore. But anyway, it's harder to. Like because I think everybody could just be widows. So <laughs> widow is the more anyway. Go ahead. So let let let's imagine that you've got a, a a couple and they're walking down the street and somebody robs them at gunpoint. You know, kind of like Batman's parents, but but just the the father is killed and the wife is left alive. So she's now a widow. Wouldn't the murderer be the widower? <laughs> <laughs> he widowed her. And she's the widow Yeah. It's a verb. So yeah, she's the widow, it? but he's the widower. He's the one that caused it. <laughs> you now change it from a noun to a verb. That's awesome. <laughs> widowing. Have you widowed this December? <laughs> Have I made a widow? That's a very serious. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't get any points for this one. Widow, widower to dinner. My mom's a widow. Can I? Does that count? <laughs> didn't invite her to dinner. Damn it! <laughs> then it doesn't count. Damn it! Uh, and and you invited her via text, so that double doesn't. No, count. no. It should be negative points, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose Jake, maybe if you got on Skype and you guys both ate a meal on Skype and talked, 
that would count. All right. Well, I'll the leave. leave those, I'll leave an asterisk <laughs> there for the Skype meal. <laughs> That's the saddest form of interaction I think that could possibly exist. <laughs> What's that you got there, Curry? That looks good. <laughs> so, how are your bunions? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, on this one, <laughs> yeah, not to be. And so I went and visited Edna no, Forge. Okay. He was my friend. Oh God, you're Edna such Ford. an overachiever, man. And you know, obviously had a meal with her, and we went to John's grave, and it was really a good thing to go do. So that we definitely did, and then of course visited a um, member in a nursing home, and. In terms of inviting everybody to church on Christmas, I mean that's not really fair. <laughs> I feel like I'm okay, just, yeah, yeah, you're an unfair advantage. Well, this we'll whole thing is, I, <laughs> of course, I invite everybody to church on Christmas. This whole thing <laughs> is not fair when we're like being um, juxtaposed to a minister. <laughs> and plus, he has that long flowing hair. I think that we're already at a disadvantage. Yeah. All right, we're, uh, who, who's up on December 10th? Jesus helped people walk. And so can you. How, how can we do that? Donate your old crutches, <laughs> wheelchairs, or walkers to a group that refurbishes them. Donating oh, a wheelchair isn't really helping somebody walk, though, is it? They didn't really think oh, that one through. Oh, that's good. They didn't really think that one through. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Plan an activity for a handicapped friend that's catered to his or her capabilities. <laughs> Offer to help an elderly person run errands. Uh, backgammon? <laughs> that's not an errand. No, no, no. no. The, the activity that's that, that's appropriate for uh, you know the the capabilities of my friend Kevin. When that's the kind of joke that I would have made with my handicapable friend back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just have this image of getting my ass beat by crutches of a handicapped person who th- feels like I'm condescending to them. Yeah, Kevin would get pissed when people would try and hold the door open for him. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm not touching but, this one with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> and I've also not done any of these things. Yeah, right. Yeah, I haven't done these. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, all right. So at least all we're all all my old stretches are just one. sitting here in the closet, just piled up. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. All right, all right. December eleventh. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Uh, December eleventh. <clears throat> Jesus ministered to children, and so can you. Some ways to get involved: ask your children what they think you should pray about as a family. As a Christmas gift, purchase a picture of Jesus Christ for your child's room. Teach your child of the Savior's love for them. Number three is make plans to take each of your children on a one-on-one activity. Now, I like that one. No, that's horrible. It, it love should, that one. No, it should say take each of your children on a one-on-one oh, activity, yeah. not make, <laughs> plans make plans to. That's true. <laughs> Let's that's opening that window up for the just like just like promise them, yeah. but never fulfill. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's it doesn't weird. even say you have to communicate it to the kids. It's just like in my head, yeah, I'll do it at some point. <laughs> Check, give me way, a point. I, I want to point out here that Jesus didn't have any children, 
but he couldn't get any points on December 11th. <laughs> and Jesus couldn't get one. <laughs> well, I, yeah, and I, I think the marketers that developed this were in a bit of a, a conundrum because you can't really encourage people to do this with other people's children. <laughs> yeah. Like if you make plans to take some random child on a one-on-one activity, I think you could be arrested one, one for that. Activity. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's a red that's a red flag. Yeah. We can't we're actually not allowed to do that in our church. We can't be like Jesus. Can't be like Jesus. All the one-on-one activities that he talks about him doing. But Je- Jesus was like an awesome he he joined the Big Brothers program of uh uh was it Jerusalem? They had like the big big brothers, yeah. Club. What was what, what's that I, organization called? Well, I think that was the, so the, the the one in Jerusalem was actually an outgrowth of the YMCA. The Big Brothers Big Sisters was actually right. separate. Okay, that was in. So he got involved in Bethlehem there, but then when he came to Jerusalem, he had to transfer over to kind of the YMCA. It was yeah. a different kind of organization, but it was the same mission. I was thinking of the Samaritans. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, isn't this one one big difference? I don't think this is in the. New Testament, um, where the Nephites brought all their children up to Jesus when he visited and gave the Sermon on the Mount, and then he ministered unto them, and the angels came down, and he wept. Um, was that, that, that that's not in the New Testament, is it? No, not angels coming down and ministering to kids at any given time. There's the, the story is that the kids, people want their kid to, you know, I don't know to have their kids touched by Jesus or something like that. And the apostles are all like, yeah, get those kids out of here. And Jesus says, no, let the kids come here. That kind of thing. So, yeah, but the, I love the one that, the, that, the one that you're talking about in third Nephi, Randy used to capture my imagination like nothing else, because the kids were taken up into the heavens and surrounded by angels and told things that couldn't be written down. Right. Like Joseph Smith was brilliant, brilliant when he wrote stuff like that. That tugs on the old heartstrings oh of all the parents. Like, wow, there, but but there's there's like this uh, occult kind of hidden knowledge out there that's accessible, but you gotta you gotta be good to get there line upon line kind of thing. Anyway, that did yeah, it for yeah. me. You're an insider. Yeah. <laughs> and while we're talking about things that kids couldn't say. Let's introduce our third worst song of Christmas ever with some things that some kids probably shouldn't have ever said. This is a song called I Farted on Santa's Lap, Now Christmas is Gonna Stink for Me by The Little Stinkers, and it came out in 1998. Mom made beans for dinner. You know I ate them all. Say come get your coat on, go into the mall. You're gonna visit Santa sit upon his knee but all that i could think about was how not to cut the cheese waiting there for santa i thought that i'd explode the gas bubble grew bigger with every ho 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 tried my best to hide it that i was doing swell but when i sat down on santa's lap he hollered what's that smell Jake. Got it. All right. Jesus taught others and so can you. Okay. John, you're you're you can't participate in this one. Um, <laughs> okay, some ways to get involved. Share your favorite teaching or story of Jesus on social media. 
pass down something you learned from your parents or grandparents. Watch an online tutorial so you can learn a new skill that benefits others. Boom! Okay, I definitely have done that last one. <laughs> what what did you watch? What's your new skill? So so um, our dishwasher broke recently, and I and I watched a video that um, taught me how to replace like the water inlet valve, and it benefited my wife. Yeah, I don't know. How is that going to help anybody else outside of your immediate? Like, does that count? Hey, I also watched I, it, videos hard, about like about about d- 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 other things. Jake, Jake, it well, does, Jake, it could you be quiet say, for a minute? I need to I need to talk to hard ass Jesus for a second. Hard ass okay, Jesus. All right, all right. Hard ass hard Jesus. Jesus. Oh, does does shit, this count? Right, what Jake right. was doing? You know what? I don't think so. I think it's it's hard ass Jesus has to say no. It has to it has to emanate outside. It's it has no, it to be doesn't. the spirit the last, of Jesus. December eleventh said, "Take uh, make plans." To take each of your children on one-on-one activity. That doesn't affect anyone outside of your family. Yeah, but but this says to benefit others, and others is plural. And Jake's example only helped Erica, so that's just an other. I don't know. <laughs> no, she's I pregnant. She counts for two because uh, personhood begins at conception. Yeah. The, the, I, the fetus wasn't all that impressed. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it could take or leave the the dishwashing. I, you know, I think. Uh, I mean, I think that that's a good that's a good argument. Hard ass Jesus has heard your your uh, <laughs> argument, and hard ass Jesus. Uh, I, I rule that hard ass Jesus rules that no, it does not count. All right. Oh, we wow. we need like a horn. <laughs> that's a no. Yeah, that's a no. All right. Well, okay. So, what would it be an online tutorial that could help benefit others? I mean. Yeah. Who's watching tutorials to like benefit others? <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Probably like a like a craft, <laughs> like like learn learn or you know learn a recipe and bake some cookies and deliver them to other people, or uh, a craft that you make something and you give it to other people, or playing a guitar and you play it for people, you know, something like that. Okay, on December twelfth, I'm going to learn how to play the guitar. Or learn learn a song on the guitar if you already know how to play. Or the just guitar. watch no, the that's tutorial. Not a skill. That's learning a new song. That's learning a new recipe. That's not a skill. You already have the skill to bake, and you have the skill to play the guitar. Do you play you guitar? Gotta... Do you play guitar, Randy? No, I don't. But if you learn, like if if you learn a new song and you're learning how to do the fingering on it, that it, that could be considered a new skill. <laughs> Hard ass Jesus. Hard ass Jesus. Uh, so learning the guitar. I'm sorry. We need to back up a little bit. Let's not no, worry he's like it. learning it, learning a new song on watching an online tutorial and then singing it for other people. Sure. Well, I, I, you know what? So hard ass Jesus actually um, weighing in on this. It's it's not necessarily. I mean, there needs to be true intent. But even the smallest step can be. You know, hard ass Jesus is grace is sufficient for all. So, you know, if, if, if you make that effort, whatever you're lacking between your actual skill and like what would be necessary to actually brighten somebody's day, hard ass Jesus can make that up for you. So I'm going to say, um, if it was from a sincere desire to benefit others from that skill, I'm going to give it to you. I love how pharisaical we're getting about this. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Jesus was all about. (laughs) Well, anyway, with that, for that one, then, I mean, so I watched, all month long, the bass part of the Messiah Choir Hallelujah Chorus, and then I sang that in church yep. Sunday. There you go. So, you other, so that, and everybody was delighted. That we were yeah, but was it an online tutorial? 
It was the this is where the specifics really get relevant. Specifically, here's the bass part, and then it goes, uh, <laughs> you know, and I have to learn the bass well, part. But John, the devil is in the details, and you didn't All learn right. it online. Yes, I you did. Know, I, 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 I'm putting this on with an asterisk <laughs> because I have a feeling that there's one coming further that's going to be like Jesus loved music, and so do you. And so I, I'm not going to yeah, double maybe count. Maybe it's going to go. Yeah, point. I won't count. Yeah. So uh, one with an asterisk. Okay. <clears throat> Anybody else? Oh, I did the second I, I one. What did oh, you do? Pass down something that you learned from your parents, or your grandparents. All right. Good for you. What was it? What was it? It was uh, it was a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 grandma my my grandma that we called Mimi made toffee, and so I taught the kids how to make toffee from her. Did you tell them that that's? It's called Mimi's toffee. We call it Mimi toffee. Mimi's toffee. Yeah, for Mimi toffee, and it's connected. This is what my grand. Okay, all right. Yeah, hard ass Jesus says yes. Yeah. Okay, I made it. I didn't really. I I had the intent to. I had plans to. I planned to make Mimi's toffee with them, but I didn't actually do it. And and that was a test, hard ass Jesus, on your omniscience, and you failed. (laughs) Oh, so hard ass Jesus actually just lost the point. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. Oh boy, this the whole system's in in it's jeopardy in now. Jeopardy but now. Uh, I'm erasing that one, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's share your yeah. your story of Jesus on social media. I already got a point for that on December sixth. It's like uh, the same thing again. Yeah. So we're right. not going to double count that. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll carry forward on this. Okay. So the thirteenth. Who's it? Who is it? That's me. Uh, Jesus showed humility. And so can you. Really? Really? You think? Okay. Um, Some ways to get involved. Share an experience with loved ones about a time you had to rely on God's help. No matter your age, ask a parent, if they're still alive, how to deal with a current challenge in your life. Think of a time when you were wrong about something. Share it with a loved one. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Someone, not something. Yeah. Th- th- oh, th- okay. oh! Think of a time when you were wrong about someone. Share it with a loved one. Yeah, sure. I've done that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, I get. I, yeah, this is a good get, one. I get one for that. Yeah. We all got one for that. Oh, look at that. Okay. Well, what were these? Maybe I can double up on this. Sarah experienced loved one about time. Uh, all right. All right. <clears throat> oh, actually, no. I get two because I was talking to my mom about a new, new job. All right. That's. <laughs> Wow, this is I'm feeling good about this one. All right, so 14th, who is it? Is it me? Is that me? It's John. <laughs> Jesus taught us to clothe the naked. <laughs> Did he? And so you can help. Wait, it's not and so can you? It's <laughs> you, yes. and you can help. It's like it's the only one first and only one that you can help. Oh, it's that's not... true. Well, you don't want to get too close to the naked people. That's a little <laughs> dicey. You can help someone else do it. Right. <laughs> Collect winter clothing, old or new, for your local homeless shelter. Learn from a wise king how we should love those in need. Mosiah four fourteen to 27. Ugh, too long, didn't read. Recently bought some new clothes. Donate some of the old ones to charity or thrift store. I actually have donated clothes recently, but I don't think it was in December. It was uh, before the the deadline, so I don't think I can I can give it. Unfortunately, yeah. but these are good ones. Yeah, these are all all three. 
<laughs> right. They're great. They're all, yeah, they're all, it wasn't like the, the second last one's one was not like, good. No. The second, okay, the, 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 oh, sec, right, the second one's right, pretty oh, incestuous. Right. Learn from oh, a right. wise king, Mosiah. You know, so, Sorry, so yeah. basically it's saying, read Mosiah for 14 to 26. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, but this yeah. is one where it's, again, this is not general. You know, like in, a lot of these other ones are like any... Any, you know, like every anybody who's interested in, you know, whatever Jesus light or whatever these things, but this is suddenly now a very Mormon thing, right? This is the Book of Mormon. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another one. Let's like we'll refer you to another one of our wonderful products. For yeah, this I, love, one. I, I I totally glazed over it because it was sandwiched between two good ones. Yeah. Because they, they right, broke right. the they broke the pattern of the third one being the weak link. They snuck that one in right. there. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Well, they got away with some there. Um, hard ass Jesus is not impressed. Yeah, it's like they slipped in some rancid meat in the, between two awesome pieces of bread from the deli. That's called a shit sandwich, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it's my turn. December 15th. Uh, Jesus worshiped through song, and so can you. See, this is one where I, I think that we're going to have to take the asterisk off the, off, off the earth <laughs> one. For you, John. <laughs> okay. Invite a friend to attend a Christmas Day worship service to sing hymns and worship Joseph. I mean, God. <laughs> Share your favorite performance of a Christmas hymn on social media. Listen to Christmas hymns for an entire day. Entire day? God. Can they be about Santa? <laughs> Don't you have Christmas you know, songs on the speaker in your your office, yeah, Randy? A, 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 oh, yeah. So I do listen to but, – but we don't – uh, our our special radio station only plays about fifty percent Christmas music during this time of year, so I get some uh, some devil music mixed yeah. in between. Um, and, and, they're, and they're not hymns because this, this is not just Christmas songs; it's hymns. Oh, these are so, hymns! Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! No, it's a little specific there. It's not. Yeah, they're even yeah. Hymns, so marsh, a marshmallow world. Yeah, is not going to make no, the cut. No, not a hymn. It's like. Yeah. Silent Night, Away the Manger, those guys. Right. It, it, like, seriously, like a couple hours of that isn't enough. It's got to be all day. <laughs> I do have to say that, like, singing hymns is one of the things that I miss the most about uh, now that I don't attend church anymore. The, um, the Christmas the Christmas ones or yeah, just any kind of hymn? Like the, well, hymns in general, but especially the, the Christmas ones. Yeah. Like getting together and singing all the Christmas hymns. I don't know. There's some – it's very – it's good. Yeah, I, I did that on Sunday and on Monday, and it was it was really nostalgic and nice and yeah, agreed. All right, so I'm taking the asterisk off John, but I, I don't think any of us, the rest of us, qualified. I mean, we could just crown John the winner at this point and <laughs> move on. Stop, stop this petty exercise. I know. I mean, we all knew he was a Jesus freak. Yes. <laughs> so I got two points on that one. <laughs> oh jeez all right because we had just barely uploaded that messiah choir part oh he uploaded just, it you're double just, dipping on the same event i know but well, anyway hey if it's if it's you know, if it's the, the other one was the worship service where we sang it anyway all right 16 that's me jesus showed compassion and so can you some ways to get involved participate in a local sub for santa for a family that could use some holiday cheer. Try leaving only encouraging comments on social media. Pray for an opportunity today to show some someone compassion. 
So I think this is back to the him. The third one's definitely the weakest. Yeah, because it shouldn't be pray, <laughs> pray for, for an opportunity. opportunity. It's just like I mean, show compassion to somebody. Come on. Opportunities are everywhere if you yeah. <laughs> just open your eyes. So that was back with the Jesus helps people see. And so could you see if you open your eyes. There are opportunities without praying. Right. Maybe, um, maybe, the thir- maybe they designed the third one intentionally to be the weakest leak so that, that people that are kind of lazy – can still feel that they've at least done something, you know, in the spirit of that Alma, if you can at least plant the seed of belief, you know, that's good enough for faith and just keep right. As long as you can at least plan to make, take your at kids least, on a one-on-one activity. At least think that you should show <laughs> compassion to somebody and you go, right. Oh, I did that. Like normally I wouldn't, but yeah, today I did. I thought maybe I should be compassionate to people. I was like, okay, well that's baby steps. That's progress. So maybe it's, it's designed for those people. On the other hand, those very same. I'm just showing compassion to the people who wrote this, by the way. Oh, wow. Oh, ding. What did you pray for the opportunity, though? I haven't. No. (laughs) No. I'm sorry. Hard ass Jesus says no. Okay. Well, you would have already known. Three bullet point people have had to listen to Christmas hymns for an entire day. (laughs) 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 I'm going to show compassion to tell Alexa, stop. All right. Try well, leaving. Try try, try leaving. leaving encouraging comments on social media. I try. Never, <laughs> I've never tried to do that. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the next one? Um, yes. Anyone want to claim points on that one, or are we or are we just count? We'll, we'll, we'll crown the winner. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I think John's so, the winner. Yeah, so, John's the winner. John wins the the hard ass <laughs> Jesus challenge. And uh, I don't know what Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, you get the golden Jesus. They give give you a lot of church points. That's the the, that was the key. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I'm I'm waiting to hear your acceptance speech, John. Come on, don't be ungrateful. You've got so many people to thank. I already have it. Oh, well, I I will try to pray to think of somebody to thank. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That works. That works. All right. So December seventeenth, and I think I think they're double dipping a little bit now, Jake, too, because this is a bit redundant. Jesus oh, right. cared for his mother, and so can you. I mean, they've already done the honoring the parents thing, but okay, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but it's getting more. It's getting more. To, you know, call your mother right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't call She's your dead. mother right now. Yeah, call her. Then then pray about calling her. Oh. Um, make a list of all the things your mother has done for you. Send it to her, but don't text it. Um, (laughs) identify a motherly figure in your life and take her flowers. This assumes that you like in your immediate geographical region, there's a motherly figure in your life. You just have to identify one. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. Just anonymously just send her flowers. Yeah. When a man you've never met before suddenly gives you flowers. <laughs> she might get the wrong idea. Yeah. <laughs> he might think that you're his mother. This is really redundant because they already said, call your parents and write a letter to your parents. And now they're saying again, call your mom. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's just plow forward through them. December 18th. Yeah. That's, that's John. Jesus honored the Sabbath. And so can you. 
again, that, he doesn't so much. He wasn't so big on that one. No, <laughs> so he was like porn with dirty hands. <laughs> Wait, All right. this first one is awesome. Holy cow! Turn off your phone for a few hours today. That's, That's like it. oh, because oh, so, so, it's Sunday. So having your phone on is dishonoring the Sabbath. Yeah, that's what this means. Absolutely. Wow. I, I'm honoring days all the time by accidentally leaving my phone off, which right. I do all the time. I'm honoring both the Sabbath and Monday and Tuesday and every day. Let's see. Attend a religious service in your area. Visit a family member. So there. Yeah, you I think you're just saying that to to explain why you're not answering any of my texts. Because <laughs> no, I don't read texts. <laughs> okay, so, so, and I also don't. I also don't send them. I apologize. So the eighteenth <laughs> was was actually when we did the 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 Nautilus Christmas event um, that was oh, recorded and that we you know published um, on infant at least part parts of it. So I don't know. It, it's it's a secular service. I don't know if it's a religious service, but you know. It was in a church. Yeah, you should get some points. There you go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. You've already, you've already taken it. Home. Already taken yeah. the points. Does yeah. it count if uh, it's December thirty first? I'm visiting my dad for to go to the Rose Bowl. Yes. Boom! Yes. I got one. Yes. Woo. I'm not trying to beat John. I just want enough to get. Uh... You're going to be at the Rose Bowl, dude. What do you need the Golden Jesus for? Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd look cool. Yeah. On my tree. Nineteen. That's Randy. Oh, that's that's me. Yeah. Jesus calmed the storm, and so can you. I can. I can command the weather. <laughs> learn ways you can help people around the world through charitable giving. So all you have to do is learn about ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Sweet. Learn. First step. <laughs> all right. Uh, review emergency response plans for people living in your area. This is so – gets me in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> right? What are, what, what's an example of that? What does that even mean? Review emergency response plans? Like where, where, where yeah, would you go to do that? that? Where, where would you go yeah. to do that? Cut go down, go down <laughs> to the building office and when they run – when they do the fire drill every month, what are we supposed to do again? Yeah. <laughs> How about yeah, pray about so... reviewing emergency response plans for people? <laughs> or just plan to. Yeah. Make plan, plan to pray to... about. <laughs> give your right. third one is give your family or loved ones the gift of a 72 hour kit for emergencies. I mean, what are they trying to say, man? Like something bad's going to happen. It's Christmas, man. I'm supposed to have good stuff. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they had to get to 25 and they had to get. <laughs> Emergency preparedness in here somehow. Right. So this is the BuzzFeed. Had, right? This is this is the BuzzFeed approach. It's just can you make imagine some shit up and fit it into that? Because yeah. you know this was put together by a committee. Because that's how everything's done. And can you imagine like their brainstorming session, just like being a fly on the wall? <laughs> They're like, "Come on, guys, we got twenty five more spots to fill. What, what else did Jesus up? do? Uh, <laughs> what about the walking on water thing? I mean, there's like they they're gonna already have Jesus walked have, on like, water. It's over you. <laughs> Jesus cursed an olive tree, and so can you. Fig. Oh, fig tree. My bad. Sorry. Jeez. Jesus turned over the 
tables in the bank. Right, right. right. <laughs> and so can you. Jesus beat the money changers. And so can you. <laughs> uh. All right. So, uh, oh, I, I think it's me. Jesus saw potential in others, and so can you. Some ways to get involved. Be a mentor slash tutor to somebody. I think that's what here. we're all doing right now. Oh yeah, all baby. of you. <laughs> Take a child to work with you and let them do a small part of your job. No way. <laughs> I would. Hey, I love. I love to take your daughter to work day at the dentist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Pull <out> the drill. <laughs> we don't call it a drill. Call it a hand piece. <laughs> All right. Cheer someone on. Attend an event, athletic, cultural, etc., to support someone you know. Very good. All right. <laughs> All right. And that's that's now. today. So now now everything is in the future, at least for us. I mean, we'll publish this on the 25th, so it'll be after the fact. But whatever. December 21st, <laughs> Jesus forgave others, and so can you. Is there a family member you haven't talked to lately? Call them. Make a list of your grudges. Then burn it. No, uh, then make plans to let them go by burning it. Okay, make yeah, it worked. I, I was on the right track. The spirit was guiding me. Uh, be kind instead of right for an entire day, Randy. An entire day? Yeah. Be kind instead of being right. That's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, this actually kind of reminds me of Festivus, except it's. it's <laughs> I. You know, I I'd like to I'd like to know the example in the scriptures when Jesus was kind instead of right. <laughs> He's like, you know what? He's like, I'm not going to fight you on that. Barely. All right. Hey, hey guys, guys, go ahead. Get married. Be, be kind instead of right. Go ahead. Right. It's, it's the law of the land now. Let's just anybody can get married. All right. We'll be kind instead of right. Just for a day. But let's try it just for a day. Just for yeah. a day. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. Your marriage is yeah. counter, <laughs> counterfeit again. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> we're, we're not going to get political, but yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. So where, where are we? December 22nd. I love, uh, but the thing, the, the, I mean, oh, do you guys think that's a healthy exercise is like make a list of your grudges. Like <laughs> I don't even think I could have any right now. Uh, but then if I think about them, then I might ruminate. <laughs> about them and it might make is that the right word is that word ruminate yeah yeah, yeah. uh i don't know if that's a healthy thing to do is make a list of your grudges i mean well, that, that that i mean that, especially that, like the, then make plans to let them go <laughs> that's a strange thing to do with it i mean i think that people i mean sometimes you know it, there's a, like some kind of a uh, psychological or spiritual exercise that people do where they like write down all the things they have that are holding them down or that they're, you know, hating and then they burn them or something like that as a way, you know, as something to symbolically do that. I think that that could potentially be meaningful to somebody, but in general, I don't know. <laughs> Unless you've really thought it out, I don't know if you just start ruminating, like you say. Yeah. Well, and then you write them down, <laughs> right. and that makes them like even more solid in your mind. Right. Oh, so. I forgot about that one. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> memorialize this. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> 
there seems to be a theme though throughout this whole thing. Since this is going out to like a general population, or it's intended to, it's going to land like nowhere outside the church. Um, but it's intended. Have you noticed how much softer the commandments are compared to like what you would hear in general conference? There's no make plans. Right. It is do or do not, yeah. do or do not. So I, I think that's just a product of them trying to be this, nice. This, this campaign, there's like a huge poster. There's a picture that's on the on the website at Times Square. Like they like it's massive. Have you, it, so they're spending money on this. Oh, serious money on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. They are. This is this is being promoted to more than just Mormons. Uh, you know, maybe probably as a way to cosmetically soften the the, the church to non-members' eyes, but yeah. Well, also also to to promote that we are Jesus. We yeah, are we are Christmas. Christmas. We are Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We are yeah. Africa. <laughs> Just like Bono. Just like Bono. I'm freaking Africa. Yeah. <laughs> It's it just okay. it, it was, it's so weird. To, it was it, it was getting weird reading this about how make plans or try to and this that. And it's like this is so inconsistent with the message that you get from the President Kimball. Yeah, just do it. Just yeah, just plan on doing it. <laughs> just plan on doing it. <laughs> <laughs> make plans to do it. <laughs> right. Okay, twenty seconds. December. Jesus showed gratitude, and so can you. Give a simple gift to your mail carrier to raise spirits during their busiest season. Offer a prayer of pure gratitude. No requests. Just thanks. Write a thank you letter to someone who has positively impacted your life. Well, that's another one of those writing letters things, but at least this time it's not to the family members, which you have like five of those, right? So your mom's already gotten five letters out of this thing. <laughs> right, right. This yes. is another, this one is, you know, is something else that, you know, I often think about, like you, like you, Randy, you'll dwell on different teachers that had a big impact or other people, you know, in your life. And anyway, so, I mean, that, that would be, could potentially be a nice thing to do. I, I love the one about offering a prayer of pure gratitude, no requests. Because I remember there were times where I would do that and I would feel really, really good about myself. Like that Heavenly Father's on the other end going, he's learning. He's, he's, he's learning. He's not, he's not <laughs> yeah, asking me for a bunch of stuff. He's just saying yeah. thanks. I'm going to – hey, hard-ass Jesus, get over here. Let's give him some points. I remember like yeah. I really <laughs> felt that. Yeah. Yeah, you finally stopped asking for shit. God, yeah. don't you think he gets tired of that? God. Yeah. It's like what am I, Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> What am I, all-powerful, all-knowing? <laughs> I can just do things? If I wanted you to sometimes, have it, you would have already had it. So just come on. But, yeah. Jake, sometimes the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> oh, hard-ass Jesus knows the, the meaning of no. <laughs> <laughs> he would. But that's another part of my personality. Um, oh, where are we at? 23rd. Randy, take us away. Really, it's me again. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. We go. We go Jesus. from calming the storm to being a peacemaker. I think this was like customized. Oh, oh yeah. All right. So Jesus was a cheesemaker, and you can be one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Part one. Curds. Oh wait. Okay. Do you owe anyone an apology? Resolve to take action. Yeah. It's, it's like the end of the end of. 
the Christmas season is all about grudges yeah. <laughs> and people on your shit list. Right. Just cross Resolve them up. To take action. Not, not calling it. Resolve to take action someday. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's another okay, one of those, like, really, really weak. D- decide to do something about it eventually. Okay. I'm going to punch him in the face. Yeah, I've right. always wanted to do that. That'll resolve it. You're thinking of me again, aren't you? I'm always afraid you're going to punch me in the face. <laughs> I would never punch you in the face. I'll remind you of that next time you punch me in the face. And now for the second worst Christmas song of all time. This is from John Denver, 1975, titled, Please, Daddy, Don't Get Drunk This Christmas. All right, so number t- number two is make a donation to help refugees from war-torn regions. Uh, we had a whole podcast on this, Jake. Yeah, we smacked that up. It was the first ever smack-up. Yeah, the inaugural smack-up. Inaugural smack-up. And number, th- <laughs> number three is say nice things. <laughs> say nice things behind people's backs today. Fail. Just today. Just today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's for the 23rd, so it's fine. It's, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. 23rd, was that Friday? Yeah. 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 Okay. We can so plan. Friday. We'll make plans. We'll resolve to, to say nice things on Friday. Can you send me a text reminder, uh, Jake? <laughs> no, don't text. Don't text. Jesus. Write okay, cool. oh, no. a handwritten letter to you. <laughs> <laughs> but you better mail it quick. <laughs> give your give your postal carrier a gift when you do. Right. When you when you mail it quick. Give him a give him a yeah, twenty dollar like, handshake. I feel like John, you'd find a way to like fulfill all of these in like two days. <laughs> like the most efficient path to Jesusness. Who 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 on the planet does John owe an apology to? <laughs> I'm sure lots of people. Jesus for me, hard ass Jesus for making him look bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we, we're almost done. We got two more. Okay, okay, we're close. We're close. close. So close. <laughs> we're on sure. Christmas Eve. It's you, Jake. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's me. Okay, so Christmas Eve. Jesus cared for his loved ones, and so can you. Some ways to get involved plan a special Christmas Eve program with your family and friends. Leave an anonymous gift for a family member. Take a moment to enter all of your friends' birthdays into your mobile device. That's so random. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which That's one of these hilarious. doesn't belong to the others, you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but Nice. Facebook has already has all my friends' birthdays. Yeah. Right, yeah. Device, right? Yeah, so, Facebook. So then take a moment to enter all of your friends' friends' birthday into your mobile device. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and go the extra mile. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. And then I get the last one, which I'm so happy because whenever I would do advent calendars as a kid, I always wanted to be the one that puts the, you know, like star on the tree or whatever the last one was. It's awesome. Hey, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I, I'm not done with Christmas Eve. Okay. <laughs> you want me to be done with it? <laughs> 
I, I used to love being Joseph. Uh, so I actually have a lot of fond memories about doing the Christmas Eve pageant uh, and the nativity scene. Um, you know, I might I might implement that this year just so my kids know something about Jesus. Oh my gosh! Yep. <laughs> so we so we, we had this conversation. Too. I mean, that, go ahead. Oh, oh. Um, uh, maybe maybe uh, two months ago, Krista and I are sitting at the table with Zoe, who is the thank you for listening to Infants on Thrones voice at, at the end of the podcast, and we were talking about Christmas coming up and making a joke about having a birthday cake. And she said, why would there be a birthday cake? And we said, for Jesus. And she looked at us like, what are you talking about? Like, it's Jesus's birthday. That's what Christmas is about. And she's, she like looks at me. She looks at Krista. She looks at her sister, Leia. She's like trying to figure out who's trying to, to, to fool her. And she's like, wait, wait a minute. I don't, I'm not sure. She goes, I'm not sure I should believe you guys. And I'm like, no, she's seven years old. And, and, uh, <laughs> and and so uh, Krista says, well, well, when did you think that Jesus' birthday was? And she said, April Fool's Day? <laughs> April. Not kidding. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> we both felt like huge failures, Krista and I. Oh, my God. That, that actually sounds like a... a uh, a punchline, right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's not very far from the Mormon birthday, April sixth. Right, 6th. right, April sixth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so the 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 star on the tree. Um, Jesus's disciples followed him, and so can we. See, it's profound because they broke the pattern slightly on the last one. It's like yeah, set it's not up about Jesus. and payoff. A- That's the payoff. Some some ways to get involved. Turn some of the 25 ideas, uh, 25 days ideas from this month into New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. Um, Find a picture of Jesus Christ, not not Jesus Smith, but Jesus Christ that inspires (laughs) you and place it in your home where it can serve as a reminder to follow him. Have some time off. Devote one day to selfless service for those who you love. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I know that it's a formality at this point, but I just want to make sure to, to, to extend John the official title of, of uh, <laughs> champion of Jesus Challenge. Yeah. Yeah, we Yay can for uh, John in Mexico. <laughs> we can we can have the candles out like a yeah. you know, equal court of honor, blow there each one out. So, yes. so how do you guys feel, you know, like going into this, I, I was hoping that it wouldn't just turn into we're like smacking it down and saying how stupid everything is. It kind of feels like we did that a little bit, but I don't really feel like these things are stupid. You know, like what, what, what I was laughing about was more like technicalities, the way that things are written. But, but as, as a, a tool for a church to give its members something to do to focus on outward service and being better people during, you know, I, I like it. I think it's good. And so I, I don't know. I hope yeah. that's not like a totally, uh, 
bipolar <laughs> move. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, well like, that's that's what I was that's what I was kind of going for when I started doing like the scoring, you know, like for each question because I think that a lot of these things are great suggestions, and I kind of yeah. wanted to bring out like you know how many of these things are we doing, you know, like like yeah. how many of the things am I, am I doing or are you doing? So it's it's important to I, I agree with you. I, I don't want it to be just this. Oh, look how stupid this is. I think yeah. there's so many great suggestions in here that that we should well, be doing. I'd give it more props if it if they didn't implement and sneak in all of these little, uh, uh, you know, uh, self-serving things. To, you know, it's always there's. This is why I don't like the Salvation Army. Um, this is why I don't give money to those people with their bells in front of Walmart, uh, because Salvation Army is not a straight charity. It's a church, and everything is that they do is is attached to evangelicalism. You know, being evangelical. Um, there's always there's always a catch, and this whole thing is filled with catches. And so, it's still just, you know, even though it's like, I mean, a lot of these things are kind of obvious, you know, be nice stuff. I don't think it's that, um, you know, innovative or anything like that. But it, I guess it's okay, you know, to have like uh, some kind of tool to to actually get your mind focused on serving others. Um, but just the whole flavor of the whole thing turns me off. But but it but it turns you off because of the changes that you've made and the changes that we've made. You know, so so like we can look at this and we can say, oh, that's very self-serving, um, which there, there are parts of it that that absolutely are. But but when you really believe that this is you know the, the scriptures that they're saying to read or the church services that they're saying to attend, that this is actually tied directly to God and that by doing this you're doing something good for yourself that's going to help you not only in this life but in the life to come it, you know like w- you don't have that cynical approach that we do now or that, that cynical view of it so I, I kind of give them a pass because I don't think they're even aware of it I, I don't think they're, po- they're they're aware of how self-serving these things are and it's really like compared to a lot of things that the church does this is very mild when it comes to how incestuous and self, uh, whatever it is. But so yeah, yeah that, I, I kind of give them a pass on it. If that's your standard, like this is, this is like one of the better things that they put out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a, I think it's more of a, I, I don't know when I'm, when I read these things, when I read almost anything put out for, through the advertising section of the LDS machinery is that it, it definitely, I felt this read a lot like an ad, like like ad executives sat around the table and brainstormed these right. as opposed to yes um, as opposed to anybody who knows anything about the gospels you know or religion or anything like that, you know? yeah so I think I it was feel a- like at a certain point you know they're they're scratching their heads and they're you know because they're sitting there on Madison Avenue and saying how about be nice to people or you know you know send them a text or you know let's do something jazzy with the with the social what, the, what are the kids doing on social media kind of thing and and so I, I and so in that way I, I think that the the concept of it is probably was a, you know not a bad thing at all but in terms of different ways you can make us with about service and and that kind of thing but instead it's sort of it, it's sort of it is an ad piece and it was rolled out as an ad piece you know it's the idea of it is here's our big poster about this on on Times square and here's how i don't know it, it reads like an ad piece yeah yeah I, I thought so too we had 25 days times three so they had to come up with like 75 things 
uh, still, I still, w- I wanted to be, I wanted, I would love to have witnessed that uh, that committee uh, session. It's just like every board meeting in The Simpsons, right? <laughs> you know, where they're always like, they have the, the different people who are saying, just like that, but more sassy, <laughs> you know? Right. So, <laughs> but we'll do it. Uh, we'll have an advent calendar, only proactive. <laughs> On social media. <laughs> yeah, proactive is one of those corporate, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Cool, man. Awesome, guys. Merry Christmas. This is great. Merry Christmas. You know, Happy Festivus. And now for the number one worst Christmas song of all time, at least to me, I think this one is just a train wreck all the way through. You Make It Feel Like Christmas by Neil Diamond in 2009. Ugh. Cozy we are, closer than far. Sounds of Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Elder E. Eldon Elderman of the Seventh Quorum of the Seventy. When I'm not interviewing children about their masturbation practices, I monitor the Infants on Thrones podcast for the Strengthening the Members Committee. If you really like what you hear, you can jeopardize your eternal salvation by giving the quorum a five-star rating and writing a short review on iTunes. I didn't, but that's because I want to be resurrected with my genitalia intact. Anyone for the closing prayer? Yeah, you make it feel like Christmas Even when things go wrong I hear the sound of Christmas In your song So I, I don't um, I don't mean this to be a criticism of anything, but <laughs> I, I was actually concerned about how this would go. I was like, uh, I mean, I can kind of see a nugget of something here, but like, how is it really going to play out? But this far exceeded all my expectations. This was so much fun. I'm yeah. so glad oh. that I did this. <laughs> I thought you were going to go in a different direction. Like, oh, this is totally unusable. No, what, no. what he meant what he meant to say was when Glenn first sent this email out, I thought, oh, another one of these weird ideas from Glenn. I don't, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly but what he meant. It, yeah, yeah, you're right. You you got to yeah. beat on it, Glenn. Yeah. But it was awesome. I should uh, trust Glenn. I think that's the lesson that I learned. Trust Glenn. That, that sometimes it hits. It doesn't always. <laughs> sometimes it works. No, it's, it was great. Uh, this was this was fantastic. Yeah. I, I really really had a great great time. I thought it was great. And I just I just want to apologize to all of you guys for any times I've yelled at you. <laughs> No, the asterisk comes hey, back. John already John already took the prize, Randy. You already took the prize. Yeah. You're, I mean, you were you're like Chris Farley. Second. You were strong. I mean, not strong. I mean, you were a lot stronger than everybody else. Actually, you and Glenn were actually neck and neck. I was way in the back. Just to speak for a second behind her backs, Matt's just the sweetest guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, <scary>. sometimes. <laughs> just, Who else can we talk nicely about behind their back? <laughs> I gotta miss, get done. I miss Tom. I miss Tom. Oh, I, that's true. Uh. I
I'm, I'm pretty sure, John, that you didn't listen to what um, I posted on Sunday night. But I, no, I, I dedicated a poem to you. <laughs> okay. In fact, we should probably read it while we're waiting for Randy. "'Twas the nocturnal segment of thy diurnal period preceding the annual Yuletide celebration, and throughout our place of residence, kinetic activity was not in evidence among any... I'm sorry, among the possessors of this potential including that species of domestic rodent known as moose musculus. Hosiery was meticulously suspended from the forward edge of the wood-burning caloric apparatus, pursuant to our anticipatory pleasure regarding an imminent visitation from an eccentric philanthropist among whose folkloric appellations is the honorific title of St. Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> The prepubescent siblings, comfortably ensconced in their respective accommodations of repose, were experiencing subconscious visual hallucinations of variegated fruit confections moving <laughs> rhythmically through their cerebrums. My classical partner and I, attired in our nocturnal head coverings, were about to take slumberous advantage of the hibernal darkness <laughs> upon the avenacious exterior portion of the grounds. There ascended such a cacophony of dissonance that I felt compelled to arise with alacrity from my place of repose for the purpose of ascertaining the precise source thereof. I love that you're, you're getting through it without like stumbling on the words that I stumbled on. <laughs> like I had to look up Avenacious because I'm like, Aven, what? Aven? <laughs> it's I great. Love, I, lo I love alacrity. Right. Yeah. Alacrity is a great word. <laughs> and and I, I admit, Randy, every time I read this and I read through my cerebrum, I thought of you. <laughs> I don't know well, why. I'm flattered. I don't know I'm why. Flattered. Yeah, you thought of uh, the first pedantic douchebag you thought of was me. Well, no, no. The, the first pedantic douchebag was John because I dedicated the the poem when I read it to John. But but every time I read the word cerebrum, I just it like I don't think that's a word that you say a lot. But I don't know. I don't know why. Well, do you know you know what the cerebrum is, right? <laughs> time of life where you start to really empathize with the innkeeper you know the guys <laughs> this is a oh you know very you know this is a very serious you know time for the bookings you know you're only you're most of the year you got half half vacancy and this is like you know you can't right. <laughs> like i can't do i can't at these peak moments you know and that right. and that, <laughs> that reminds me the 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 song I, i've got an aunt that just is a, a beautiful singer she's she's fantastic and she sang this song about the innkeeper and it was something like from the forgotten carols yeah that's forgotten carols is that from the forgotten carols i yeah, don't know I, like, it, but it, i didn't let him in let him in that one it was it, it <laughs> yeah, might have been something it, it's like would you what? would no it wasn't exactly like that but it was it was it was the same kind of like guilting you thing like would you 
let him in if you were there? Would you, um, are you seeking him now? Are you letting him in now? He's, he's there knocking. So it, it probably similar, but I don't know if it was from the Forgotten Carol, but I'm not familiar with that. So it could have been, but, but so I'm, I'm sitting there struggling with this dichotomy of loving how beautiful the song is and, and seeing the emotion and the devotion that she puts into it. But at the same time, I'm, I'm deconstructing it in my head and saying, I hate, I like, I hate the freaking guilt complex of like, I'm going to be good because Jesus died for me. And if I'm not, th- then I'm wasting what a God did. You know, it's like that whole thing that just like drives me crazy. So I was trying not to go crazy. But at the same time, like that, there's a level of like motivation that is present among people that have some this a literal real belief in something as opposed to like, Oh, I adhere to these principles generally, but I don't necessarily buy into the specifics. Like when you buy into the specifics, there's this level of motivation that you can actually achieve as a group that just doesn't seem to be available in, in the righteous mind. Everything comes back to the righteous mind. Remember they talked about like the studies that they did of convents, religious convents versus non-religious convents. And the only ones that really stood the test of time were the religious convents because it was the one – and they were the ones that were like most restrictive, most um, obsessed with you have to believe these specific things literally. And there's like this – I mean there's a reason that churches have you know a calendar like this and – yeah, you know, well, uh, and I and and we don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, th- so it's, it, it it feeling separated from that, like it does feel like kind of like a loss. I can see that that yeah would be that way, and especially if like like if if she knew that I'm silently judging her for something that such a cherished belief to her that I think is stupid, you know, like that. I hate me. Like I'm that person. That's who I've yeah. become. Like I hate that. Right. So. Well, she's doing the opposite for you, though, yeah. right? So, <laughs> so in other words, you guys you, don't agree with each other's worldviews, and so she thinks very badly of yours. Oh, I don't I know that. Be, I don't know. If she. Does oh, come not. on, Glenn. Wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall and listen to your dad? You know, say someone in the ward asks him about, you know, how's Glenn these days, and he, you know, he's feeling. Um, kind of, I don't know. Maybe your dad's a, a is is a clam. <laughs> Sounds like he might be uh, about stuff he doesn't want to talk about. But I would love to be a fly on the wall um, when my believing siblings are together um, and what they think about. You know, what a waste. Randy was so passionate about the church. It's such a shame that he's you know picked a celestial life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the adversary has deceived him and. You know, they they have just as offensive um, views of maybe not you specifically because it's it's easier when it's abstract and vague. They they, they prefer that that area to. I to don't swimming. know. I I think it depends on the person's you know like personality and you know the the, the these aunts and uncles that I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I don't think there's any maliciousness in what they would say, and and so them. It's not them, really malicious. No, it's but them, their worldview. But 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 them, their worldview of me is much more charitable of me, and feeling like it, you know if they feel like I was deceived or something, but there's hope that I'll come back. Whereas mine is, why are they so stupid? You know, I mean, it boils down to that. I, I don't I don't really feel yeah, but it yours that harshly, have but the, that's really what it comes down to is why why haven't they grown up they're still believing in santa claus and they're just calling him jesus 
and they haven't grown up. Like that's that's not as charitable to them as I think they are to me. It may be more condescending, but their yeah. their view of the world is eternal punishment. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna if you end up in the terrestrial kingdom. In, you know, in, in their structure of how the universe works, you're going to be in such horrible, painful regret that you, like, wasted your first estate uh, and that you were in such a privileged position and being born Mormon with the gospel. Um, you know, th- their judgment is uh, way more severe than saying, oh, you guys are just silly, superstitious people. Yeah, I think we're going to have to agree to a disagree on that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> have you ever grown a beard, John? Because you would make a great Jesus. No. You know, I kind of was growing a beard for a while when I broke my arm because I couldn't. I had like a wounds all over my face and everywhere. So, so I, that's the only time I really grew a beard for like a month or something like that. I just hated it though. Cause I just hate, I hate the, how it felt. So it, it itched, you know? Yeah. I hear you. So who knows? Maybe when I'm a really old guy, I look more like, um, Gandalf than I'll <laughs> have to get a beard, you know? <laughs> oh, you want to look more like Gandalf than Jesus? Well, than Denethor. Right, those are my options. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> is Denethor Lord of the Rings? He is the king of uh, Rohan. Gondor. Uh, oh, oh, no, Gondor. Gondor? He, was the, he wasn't the king. He was the steward. The steward of Gondor. He's he's the old guy that doesn't have a beard. You know, okay. the other guys had old guys that have beards. Yeah, so you you, like, kind of, you kind of look like him. Yeah, it's kind of where it's heading. <laughs> Oh, uh, and his name, the actor is John Noble, right? And I he, he was on Fringe. Those. The cherry, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the cherry yeah, tomatoes. Yeah, he was the steward. He was the <laughs> yeah, steward yeah, of yeah, Gondor. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it was. That's what I said. But uh, he's <laughs> okay. The, sorry, sorry. Okay. He's sorry. the only. He's the only human on Earth that eats cherry tomatoes in two bites. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it extra disgusting <laughs> and gluttonous. <laughs> Somehow it's more gluttonous to have smaller bites. <laughs> yeah, because it like oozes everywhere and you don't care. Right. So, so here, here's here's a tangent. I was I was like when when the TV show Fringe first came out and I was watching it, I was looking at that actor and going, man, he is really familiar. Where have I seen him before? And I actually had a bowl of cherry tomatoes and I started eating them. And as I was eating them, a little bit dripped off my 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 lip down onto my chin. And then I went, that's how I know that guy. <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Right. It, was, it was really, really this weird visceral experience, but yeah. Right, and he, he eats it True all story. gross. He eats it all in a gross way while Pippin sings this like uh, sweet, haunting yeah. uh, song. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, about, about the world being cast into shadow. <laughs> Are we going to cut away yet? When is the scene ever going to happen? Has <laughs> the insert happened? I feel, I feel like Family Guy waiting for the cutaway. <laughs> okay, and boy, that was a long scene. 15 minutes later. Right. <laughs> we have to summarize Lord of the Rings. 15 minutes and three back. endings. <laughs> <laughs> I can't.
could you could audibly the first time I watched it in the theater, you could audibly hear the groans when it cut to a new scene when they thought it was over. <laughs> the mood is right. The spirits up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Having... Sorry, sis, but actually that one's number one. Thank you for listening to Infants on Thrones. Infants on Thrones.